Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia, and I love dinner time, but can always (laughs) use help planning and cooking for my family of five. My husband was like, I think you need to to be more specific. Maybe you like eating dinner, but not always making it. <laughs> what? That really sounds like him too. Like you should really be accurate in your statements. I know. He he rarely listens to the podcast, but was like, whoa, Betsy. I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. Oh my god. So anyways, here we are. Here another we are. week, episode twenty four. Right. And our goal, as always, is to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, pretty much anywhere I could find a recipe. We have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and our shopping list on our website, dinnersisters.com. Or you can sign up for our newsletter and get a heads up for the new episode and some extra fun content every Monday morning. I think I set it for like auto deliver at 5 a.m. So like no matter what time you get up, you'll get it. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter on our website or Facebook. Um, it's a little side tab on there. Great. So this week's recipes were a cheddar jalapeno burger with guacamole, black bean burgers and a zucchini carpaccio. Yes. So we are sticking to our summer cooking theme this August, Mm -hmm. which I would like to say I had some grandmaster plan around, but I did not. I just found myself picking more (laughs) and more summer recipes. (laughs) Right. So I think we have some great recipes this week that are suited for the warm weather of August. Yeah, there are a lot of great summer recipes out there. And, you know, we are not great for planning content maybe but these (laughs) bloggers sure are yeah so thanks bloggers so thanks bloggers Mm -hmm. and we have been going through just troves of Mm. summer recipes exploring things before the seasons change here so we've got another week of summer recipes for you and i think there's some great ones definitely get it in before the pumpkin spice glut you know guys yeah eat some tomatoes right exactly All right. So first recipe is uh, cheddar jalapeno burger with guacamole. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about alternatives to the hamburger when this recipe crossed my screen. So um, I was interested in it because I think a chicken or turkey burger can sometimes be this like kind of dry hockey pucks of turkey sadness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this had the potential to be neither of these things. Um, it's it's kind of simple, you know, ground chicken or turkey that you um, mix with finely chopped onion, jalapeno, and cheddar cheese. And then you grill it and top it with guacamole and your choice of other fun stuff, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, what have you. Um, yeah, how'd, how'd this work for you, Betsy? So I liked this one, and I tend to only make burgers in the summer with just ground beef because I'm kind of lazy, I guess. And that's just yeah, my well, go-to hmm. thing. Um, so I was happy to experiment with these. And another nice thing I'll note is that I don't have jalapenos this year, but I have in the past. Mm. I feel like if you have one jalapeno plant or two, you just get a bounty of jalapenos. So this is kind of a fun recipe to use up some of those peppers if you're growing them in the garden. Definitely. Yeah. So this recipe, by the way, is from What's Gabby's – What. What's Gabby cooking? Sorry, mm-hmm. blogger. Um, and I, I agree with you. I love the jalapeno in this. Yeah. It's so delicious. Um, 
But back to the hockey puck piece of this, I Mm -hmm. definitely used a meat thermometer for this. So, um, and that's to prevent the dryness. Ground Mm -hmm. chicken is cooked at 165. So I waited until my meat thermometer read 160, and then I pulled them off the grill to let them rest a bit. This temperature will rise in meat when you're um, cooking after you pull it off. So it it rose till about five degrees. I rechecked it just to make sure I wasn't, you know, harming anyone. Um, But if you do that, you don't get this like really dry burger and the cheese also gives it a little extra fat which i think is good and then the moisture from the jalapenos and the onions um i really liked the guacamole like the cheddar Mm -hmm. like the jalapeno i would say if you don't have guacamole i think this burger would be great too yeah 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 and oh and i couldn't find ground chicken so i used um half white meat chicken white meat turkey excuse me and half dark meat turkey um to make make the patties and i don't i don't know maybe someone would care i didn't didn't bother me um and i froze two of the patties because oh, um, was james smart. was traveling this week a little bit he wasn't around we weren't, weren't going to eat them so i'm kind of excited that they're in my freezer um yeah i call this like an almost four like three and a half out of five stars mm-hmm. yeah yeah i thought these were good so i made i thought one thing that was nice about this is i did make a few patties without the jalapenos and some with them. And that's – I love a burger recipe because it's, like, infinitely flexible. I mean, you can't – Good point. Totally, you know, don't flex everything in there. But the um, peppers, certainly, you can add or take out to taste. Mm-hmm. And that made it a little bit more family-friendly. And I like that, too, because Ryan and I do like some spicy food. And sometimes it's it's nice to have recipes that you can mm-hmm. – be more selective with that. Right. Well, your youngest just told me when we were all on a family vacation, and Kate, I don't like spicy things. Like, just <laughs> randomly. Yes. And <laughs> we nothing, do. So, I get it. I, yeah. I mean, we try to just – I do make dishes that are spicy just so that they will eat spicier foods, and I, I am – but sometimes you just don't want to hear people complain. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> Fair so, enough, Betsy. Like every dinner does not need to be a taste adventure. So (laughs) sometimes I just want to eat a delicious burger and be done with it, Um, which is what which is good for this recipe that I thought worked really well. You had texted me beforehand and said, use your meat thermometer. I did that. I thought it was good to experiment these different burgers. Mm. I liked them. I thought it was like a solid three out of five for me. I was like, great. I think I'll probably make these again. Good burger. Okay. Yeah. Put in your repertoire, guys. Yeah. yeah. So next recipe is black bean burgers from Pioneer Woman. Mm-hmm. So I have actually made my fair share of black bean burgers, but I haven't in years. Yeah. You did go on a kick. I, I remember did. that. Well, you know what happened to me one time? I bought – I went to go buy black beans and – the grocery store up the street was just a really small grocery store and they were like we don't have black beans but we have this giant like industrial restaurant size like <laughs> I don't know and they were like we can sell you this for like 20 bucks or something and oh so that's why you made wasn't, black bean burgers so I made like black bean burgers for months in my freezer and things like that because I was like yeah that sounds <sighs> industrious and homesteady of me I'll do that <laughs> And I should I should not have. Um, it's a lot of black beans, Betsy. It's a lot so of I haven't beans. made black bean burgers for a while. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see why. Yeah. Goodness, going so, five pounds of black beans. Oh it was goodness. a little crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, I was interested to try this recipe out. What did you What did you think? 
Yeah. So as longtime listeners may know, I had a stint as a vegetarian and I did love black bean burgers when I was a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I've had them from just about every fast, fast, casual restaurant out there. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and they're great. You know, they um, you can't expect them to be a burger, but I find them I think they're really flavorful. When I was looking for a black bean burger recipe, though, I noticed like people you can really get complicated. And even for me. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm not I'm just not doing this for a black bean burger. So I was liked this recipe because Pioneer Woman's recipe is fairly simple. Mm -hmm. Right. It's two cans of black beans. Grated onion, breadcrumbs, an egg, chili powder, hot sauce. That's it. Yeah. And I will say that's it because other recipes I had, we were like, you know, uh, corn and quinoa and grated zucchini. And I was like, I can't. I can't with this. So in any case, you mash up the beans. um, Then you add the rest of the ingredients. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. And you let it rest for five minutes and then, uh, you know, pop them on the griddle. So really easy. What did you think? Yeah, I think these are, like, pretty pantry-friendly using the canned beans and the breadcrumbs and some eggs, which most people Mm -hmm. will have on hand. And I agree that it came together kind of easy. I think we both thought they were a little – black bean burgers in general can be a little bit tough to handle. Like, yeah. It just said they're a little bit stickier. They're a little bit – I don't know. You know, they can – I think they're a good thing to make at home. they're just a little wet. They're a little wet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I thought that was just because I didn't have any um, pan- like dry breadcrumbs. I only had um, fresh breadcrumbs. Like the, I whizzed up some bread that I had in the house. Uh-huh. Um, and it worked. But I yeah. think I, I definitely added more breadcrumbs because I had more moisture in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, this was like a series of like cre- like errors, right? I didn't have the, fr- the dried breadcrumbs. I thought I did. Then I made fresh breadcrumbs. Then I had to add some more. And then yeah. I was like, I don't have any hamburger buns now. <laughs> I don't know how that <laughs> happened. So I did put the mix in the fridge for later that day. And even when refrigerated, the, the mix was pretty wet. Like the dough was pretty wet. So yeah. I, what I ended up doing is I, I laid cling wrap on the counter and I like formed the patties on top of the cling wrap. Does oh, that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so then what I could do, so I had like individual little sections of cling wrap for every patty, which sounds insane. But what it means that you can do is, <laughs> right? James is like, what's happening here? It's like, don't ask any questions right now. <laughs> Move like along. These, I'm making really simple black bean burgers out of two cans <laughs> of beans for my pantry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't want these to like turn into this like mess. So I put the, I made the patty on the top of the cling wrap. And then what she can do is just like lift up the cling wrap and slap the patty on the griddle. And yeah. then pull off the cling wrap. And so I just did that. I mean, it sounds more complicated than it really Which is. Which is a great hack. I mean, that's a right. great hack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it does – it looks a little insane. Like, don't have an audience while you're doing this. Um, <clears throat> but they did hold together during frying mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah, mine And too. I liked her suggestion to fry them in a little bit of butter because I felt like that tasted really delicious. <laughs> yes. The pioneer woman is definitely someone who would be like, yeah. just fry these up in a little bit of butter. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, it's fine, Kate, because you're eating beans. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a healthy meal. Yeah. Um, I, on a whim, picked up the, this Cholula Chipotle version okay. All right. and threw a lot of that in, which was delicious. I'm glad I did add more than I even thought was necessary. I was like, ah, I don't know. That might be too much hot sauce. But I think mm-hmm. you need it. Okay. Um, taste-wise, great. Fine. You know, black bean burger, solid. But it was wet. So um, definitely, you know, I would recommend using the 
the cling wrap trick if you can. Um, three out of five stars for me. What about you? Yeah, I like these. I'm going to be honest and say this recipe and this experience kind of reminded me why I don't love making black bean <laughs> burgers at home because yeah. they're just slightly fussy. They always seem to be like whether it's the recipe that's five million ingredients mm. or like a slightly tougher texture to work with as far as the yeah. patty goes. They're just a little bit – I've not run into a black bean burger that's been super easy to make. This sort of held right. true with this recipe. But I yeah. think if you know that going in and you love a black bean burger and you want to mm-hmm. be making them at home, this is a great place to start. So You know what I would do is if I had a vegetarian friend coming over mm-hmm. and wanted to make something that wasn't like insane but kind of nice, like yeah. I might do this. Yeah. Like a little extra effort. Rather than like popping a black bean burger from the freezer and the toaster for this person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That I mean. Because the ingredients aren't crazy. No, the ingredients are not crazy. And it actually, it's not, it's not, ter- you'll end up with a nice black bean burger. You will. So, yeah. No. So In three conclusion. to five. Yeah. Three to five mm-hmm. for me on this one. So our last recipe is a zucchini carpaccio. Mm-hmm. And this one I've seen floating around from Smitten Kitchen for years. And I've just never made it. I think this is when she loves to kind of pull out and remind people of And those sticky summer hot months, like Mm -hmm. August, and for good reason, because it's a great way to use fresh produce and fresh zucchini when we all have tons of it coming out of our ears, as mom would say. Yes. Yeah. You sent me this recipe and I was immediately into it. It's gorgeous. These like Mm -hmm. ribbons of zucchini, right? And it's pretty straightforward, which should be great with the burgers we made. I actually did it with the um, chicken burgers. Oh, yeah. And I looked at the date on this recipe. She's This is like almost one of the her original recipes. It's from the first year she had her site. Um, and she's revamped yeah. it a little bit, but not by much. Right. So you thin slice ribbons of zucchini or summer squash with like a mandolin or a vegetable peeler. So if you have a mandolin, um, by the way, they're awesome. And you should get one. We Don't will cut put your a, fingers off. But we'll put, we'll a, put link. a link in our store. We have a right. shop now. We do have a little on shop. On our website. Yeah, great idea. which what we'll talk about later. Talk. Yes. But we're going to put a link to the a mandolin, our favorite one in there. Mm-hmm. But you could also use a vegetable peeler, like a decent That's like, what I did. Vegetable yeah. peeler. Yeah. So you salt the summer squash or zucchini and then, you, and, you know, let the excess water drain, which I thought was a pretty important step. Um, kept things mm-hmm. really crunchy. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. Betsy, if you actually ended up salting the zucchini. Yeah, I saw this question when you put it in our little notes here. And I thought, <laughs> Kate... I'm not that lazy. Uh, <laughs> of course, all, the only step is salting the zucchini. It's not like we are straining a strawberry milk. I will never let this taste like cheesecake die. Um, well, yes. I mean, I referenced the green beans, but it's fine. We'll yeah, move on. That's true. I did not cut the ends off the green beans, but I must have been feeling particularly ambitious this night and did salt my zucchini. So, yes. <laughs> But you're right. I'm, you're right. After salting, it's really straightforward. You just dress mm-hmm. your arugula in lemon and olive oil, and then you dress your squash in the same thing, lemon and olive oil. Mm-hmm. And then you shave Parmesan or grape Parmesan over the top, salt and pepper. So fresh tasting. Um, how mm-hmm. did everyone like it? Okay. I love this. No one in my family liked this, <laughs> which I was so disappointed oh, no. by because I was like, 
this beautiful fresh summer salad that I've been wanting to make for five years, and we're finally doing it for the podcast. So the kids were just sort of like couldn't get over the texture. I don't know. They had a little bit of it and just didn't didn't love it, which is fine. Ryan was just like, well, I'd rather have a vinegar cucumber salad. He would always rather have a cucumber salad. And I said, well, this isn't a vinegar cucumber salad. This is just something totally different. And he was like, I feel like if I'm using like a raw vegetable salad like that, I would just rather have this. Like there was not room in his mind for both salads. (laughs) Wow. Which I was like, okay, well, I'm going to discount your opinion then because. (laughs) You're obviously not open-minded for a raw zucchini salad. (laughs) Right. And then he said, do you want me to go on the Facebook group and let people know what I thought? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, thank you. I will. You can keep. So, anyways, I thought it was delicious, though, and I think most Mm. people would think this is delicious. So, um, I'm giving it a four out of five, and I'm not allowing my family to weigh in on this one. (laughs) You know what? And that's your right. That's your prerogative. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I agree. This is a salad I'll make again this year. Mm -hmm. And full disclosure, James finally, after like three years of being Uh together and me cooking food, was like, I don't like zucchini. Like, he, like, confessed it to me. Oh, After my gosh. This was the dish? Me forever. Yeah. No, no. Like, this was years ago. So I was making this huge salad. And he's like, what you making? Oh, okay. I'm like, something you're not going to eat. And he's like, oh, yeah, zucchini. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, yeah, it was so I weird. Love I love zucchini. zucchini. So I don't know what. And our whole family likes zucchini. Like, the Schultzes. Yeah. You know, like, our family we grew up yeah. in. I mean, we all love mm. zucchini. So, Anyways, anyway. Anyway. I will make this again. But one and a half pounds of squash is a lot for any person to eat in any reasonable amount of time. So well, no I'm going to have this <laughs> next time I make it. I think three quarters of a pound of squash is actually probably even a lot then. Um, but I call this four to five stars, too. I thought it was great. It's, yeah, and it's so flexible. I mean, really, it's just like the zucchini, the arugula, then a light yeah. dressing. I mean, you could mm-hmm. make however much you want and really just... Yeah. Yeah, kind just of like use that as a template. And she says mm-hmm. that in the recipe, too. She really talks about, like, this is what I use. But, you know, if you're not measuring, you're probably going to be fine. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. So what were your winners this week? Or what was your so, winner? So um, my winner this week was the chicken burgers. I just mm-hmm. thought it was really tasty and something new. So it won for me. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. That was sort of the, um, the most liked dish of all mm. of these. And we'll use it again. So like that. Nice. Yeah. Any of these recipes sound good? Make sure to check out our show notes at dinnersisters.com. If you'd like to chat with us more, ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group or at Dinner Sisters Podcast. You can just search for that and you'll find us. All right, Kate, what's up with the smorgasbord this week? Right. So zucchini, I think, is a great transition into what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like, which is, you know, sometimes summer, summer months, like zucchinis, like you're saying, are coming out of your ears. And mm-hmm. so like, how do you deal with all these summer veggies? And if you listen to previous episode, you know that we love a fridge pickle, which is one way of dealing with summer veggies. Yeah, we do. We had a whole smorgasbord episode on pickles. Mm hmm. We'll put it in the show notes. And we talked about a creamy cucumber salad a couple weeks mm. ago. We just love the bounty harvest of cucumbers really all the time. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but every time I've called mom lately, 
her number one topic of conversation is how many cucumbers she has. <laughs> um, she's moved on to peppers with me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's not peppers, but yes, uh-huh. exactly that. So one thing that's that's really great that you can do with um, vegetables in particular is freezing them, which mm-hmm. sounds like a super obvious thing to do. But if you want to freeze them, I think there's some ways to freeze them maybe in more like ways that'll preserve the flavor and make them more usable for later. Cause like, sure you can freeze a bunch of zucchini, but if you just pull out a solid brick of zucchini out of your freezer, like what, what the heck are you going to do with that? You know? Right. So f- preserving these in ways that actually you'll use them come January, February. Yeah. I was thinking we should have had mom on for this segment because this is her yeah. specialty. Her chest freezer is always stocked downstairs with like quart, and gallon-sized bags of stuff from their garden, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. And so one consideration when you're buying and growing vegetables, so either way, you know, just things Mm -hmm. that are going to freeze well. Because Mom and I were talking about how pickles are great, but really how many – how many pickles are she and dad going to eat over the year? Right. She was saying, I think we planted too many cucumbers this year. I've got four plants. It's so many Mm. cucumbers. And you can't freeze a cucumber, right? Like no. You're going to pickle those. Too much water. Right. You're going to pickle those. And, you know, so one of the things to just think about is planning your garden or farmer's market shopping so that you're growing or buying the things that you do actually want to freeze and use in December. And that I think just – such a good thought. Yeah. It just evolves over time. Like you get to know yourself and your garden and your shopping habits more. Yeah. But that's just a consideration. Right. I am not – like, for instance, I'm not a super fan of green bell peppers. Mm-hmm. So, like, that – but they freeze pretty well. But I wouldn't buy green – you know, buy green bell pepper yeah. plants or them from the farmer's market just because I can freeze them. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. This is a know yourself moment. Know yourself, guys. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So the first thing I was thinking about for this in terms of tips is berries. Mm-hmm. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries is to freeze them first on a cookie sheet – yeah. And they'll freeze separately. Then you can pour them in the bag for future use. Much more scoopable than a mass of frozen mystery berries that you pull out of the freezer and think, I don't know what these are. I don't know what I'll do with them. Um, yeah, and it's like and, a solid icy rock of berries. I mean, right? no one likes that. Like, no one likes that. And so that's the first tip. The second thing I would think about is um, breaking down vegetables before you fr- – the vegetables, break them mm-hmm. down before you freeze them. So zucchini. Is fine to freeze if you manage to shred it first. So if you're mm-hmm. making zucchini bread in the winter, you want to make a zucchini fritter, which I, I'm like 100% positive Smitten Kitchen's got a fritter recipe for zucchini. Um, if you shred it, you can portion it into one or two cup, you know, cups at a time into in a freezer bags and then mark the amount on the outside. And then when you thaw it, you can just throw everything into the batter and um, you're good to go. And that's another easy way, especially zucchini, man. Like mm-hmm. baseball bat sized ones that sometimes appear in your garden, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that's another thing. And speaking of mom's peppers, mom grows a ton of the banana peppers, or out mm-hmm. here sometimes they call them like the pepperoncini, like the long ones. Mm-hmm. And she um, slices them up and pours yes. puts them in bags. Because you can't really slice a thawed pepper. Like it's just awkward and hard to do. But if yeah. they're pre-sliced, she can just dump them into stir fries as a base for sauces or, for, you know, a nice ragu or like something like that in midwinter, um, which I always thought was a great idea. Yeah, I like that. And I also have seen great tips for freezing herbs 
in ice cube trays with a little bit of olive oil. Oh. And that's because I know some people have an herb garden. Maybe if you're not full on vegetable gardening, but you have an herb garden and you're getting lots of herbs right now. Just a little, you know, tear them up, chop them up, put a little bit in each ice cube tray, olive oil. When those freeze, you can put them in a gallon freezer bag. Right. And you can pop those into a pan for a hit of fresh herbs in the winter months. And then you can feel very, like, gourmet about it. That's true. That seems very like a gourmet thing to do. And you can Mm -hmm. also do that with herb butter. So if you have a lot of herbs and you make an herb butter, what you do is you just soften a stick of butter, throw a crap ton of herbs in there, whatever you like, savory, Mm -hmm. just mix the stuff. And then what you can do is you kind of like shape it into a little log. Mm -hmm. And then you can either freeze that whole log or cut slices of the log, freeze them individually. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little pats. Uh And then pull put those in a bag and now you've got little pats of like herb butter which you know can just be really nice on a piece yeah. of toast in the middle of winter yes delicious. the last thing yeah the last thing i'll talk about is freezing purees mm-hmm. so um if you've got like half price tomatoes from the farmer's market or you know ones that aren't beautiful but are you know still pretty delicious mm-hmm. um peel them you know by either like using your vegetable peeler but you can also like par cook them in a mm-hmm. little bit of boiling water. And I'll put a, some links to some methods for that on our show notes. <clears throat> and then the peel comes right off. Buzz up the tomatoes. And again, portion them in, into one or two cups in, in bags and freeze those. And now you've got your tomato puree um, to use, again, when tomatoes aren't that great. Um, and you want a little hit of summer later on. Yeah, I love this tip because, you know, there's always those warnings about buying canned tomatoes, too. I do it, but, you know, they're like the acid and the tomato can situation. Yeah, right. So you can just, if you're worried about that, this is a great tip also right. for just being healthier. Um, all right. So we will have all of these end of season bounty, freezing, preserving, <laughs> get in there in your kitchen, do some work, tips on the website. Yes. So, so next week, what's coming up? Next week, I'm looking forward to a Vietnamese shrimp bowl that we've got on the menu. Something kind of different, and I'm excited about it. Ooh, yeah, me too. I am, I have to say, not to be a copycat, but I'm also really looking forward to those. Yeah, I think it's a nice, fresh, again, we've got some end-of-summer summary recipes because what the bloggers are cooking is what we're cooking. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. This week, we're adding a little bit of something extra to sweeten the pot for iTunes and Google Play reviews or Spotify. Here's the deal. Post a review to one of those places, screenshot it, attach it to an email to dinnersisterspodcast.com or send us a Facebook message with a screenshot and we'll send you a link to a special bonus episode on a mystery recipe. But if you don't want to review, no worries. We'd always love to hear from you via Facebook or through a good old-fashioned email. Thanks and happy eating. Bye.